goodness gracious. <coughs> I'm really white. <coughs> I'm sorry. Give me a second. I don't think I've ever coughed that hard <coughs> on the podcast. Um Yes, I'm 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 doing the the weed. Obviously, I'm in a good mood and in a closet right now, speaking to no one. Actually, I'm probably with uh, five people are going to hear this. Hello, one person, that one person from England. I have no clue who you are, but if you want to let me know, feel free to comment on my Instagram or Twitter. Settle for more. Go there. Say hi. I'm friendly. But as I was saying, I'm I'm very white. I'm a very white person. Not just physically, but personality-wise. You know, like when people have a bad cough when they're smoking, they usually go like, God damn, or something like, what the fuck? But me, being all white, I go, goodness gracious. Seems like a white thing to say. Let's see. Okie dokie is another one that I say quite frequently. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sorry, I'm getting notifications. I don't want to look at them because I'm going to lose my train of thought. Ah, oh, damn it. Here, they're, still, they're still on their way. Let me put it in sleep mode real quick. There we go. See if I'm still recording. Yes. But yeah, I say okie dokie. Goodness gracious. Alrighty. That's another one. Alrighty. That's a great one. I do it without even thinking. That's how white it is. There are some things I've adopted that are pretty universal among races. Gucci. Gucci is... That's that's my generation. We say Gucci. Uh, Bet is another one. I don't really say that one. Uh, it's just the most. I don't know. I'm. You know. There's two. There's two ways I think about this. One of them is you know the old person way of thinking about it is. Um, you know, I don't, I can't keep up with your kids. Like, what do you kids say these days? Like, you know, the lingo. People eventually just fall behind on the lingo. And that's normal because there's a certain part. Like, who who decides when a word should be changed? <clears throat> Gucci, by the way, basically means awesome. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's Gucci. Oh, it's Gucci. Like, it's all good. It's Gucci, man. You know what's funny about that? I started saying that ironically to to just be funny because it sounded weird coming from a white dude like me. Um, A nerdy white dude, you know, because a lot of white people do say it. Everyone says it (laughs) in my generation. But I started saying it ironically. But the funny thing about Irony is that it's also ironic because the more the more you do something ironically, uh, the more it just becomes your 
your way of saying things or doing things. It just becomes a part of your life. That's that's how funny irony is. That's awesome. Like I, I've said Gucci so many times, it's now just a part of my uh my word bank. I don't know the word. It's just something I say now without thinking about it. That's Gucci. <clears throat> you know? And I could decide to be an old man about all this, you know? And just get mad whenever a word changes. <laughs> like, oh, like, who? We don't say hip anymore. <clears throat> you know, we don't say hip. We say. We, oh, shit. What do we say? Oh, no. I'm falling behind. I'm becoming the old man. <clears throat> like, what's the, what's the new version of hip? Cool new version of cool oh shit balls man he's so shit balls maybe that's the new word but the thing about language and why we shouldn't be so old about it is that language is always changing you know language isn't a definite way of doing things the way people talked in the 1900s is not how we do it today you know we we love contractions we have contractions for contractions um but old english you know like people just change talking no one really like no one really has a meeting about it it just happens and i read somewhere that women actually have influence on how we talk they have the most women are the most uh uh loose with words apparently and the way they say the words you know it was it was girls who invented uh how we added that uh to the end of things to express aggravation like i know uh come on uh like, that's a, a thing that women started, apparently. But a lot of guys do it now, too. Because it, it, it works. It fits. Just <laughs> just adding a little more emphasis at the end of your words. Like, ah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's interesting, right? Yeah, language is, language is always evolving. And there's not much we can do about it. It's fun. It's fun when shit changes. Why Why do we all think we should be stuck in our ways? You know, let's just evolve with things. That's how I try to do it. Sometimes I fall behind. That's normal too. It's normal to fall behind. But don't be so... Don't reject new things just because you fell behind. You know, it's not... It's not the world's fault. They move forward. You know, that's just how progress works. You move forward. Things change. Things aren't supposed to stay the same. That's not how it fucking works. Why the hell would you want things to stay the same? Well, I know why you would. Because it's what you know. You know, it's the easy thing. When things change, you have to readjust. 
That's what, that's what humans are, though. That's why we're better than other species. It's because we actually move forward. I don't... There, There's a few primates that are actually... Like a lot of scientists or a lot of primatologists are thinking that chimps and orangutans have entered the Stone Age. Where um, there's this one orangutan that he was shown how to um, fish with a harpoon. Like throwing a spear in the water and catching a fish. Uh, some A human showed him how to do that but he knows how to do that and he also knows how to teach his kids how to do that people are learning from uh, orangutans other orangutans are learning from the orangutan who can shoot spears you know and there's always been there's 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 certain animals uh there's a some birds i think eagles there's a type of eagle that will there's I th there's probably more too they, they'll pick up a pebble to break an egg. Like they know how thing, things colliding with each other react. So if you take, if you take a little pebble or a good sized pebble, one that you can fit in your mouth that isn't too light, you can crack it, an egg open with it. And that's, that's a smart thing. He's using tools. Animals use tools. But uh, I'm, I'm digressing. I'm totally digressing. Even though this is probably more fun to talk about. Um, that's why we're better. Because we move forward. Things don't, things don't stay the same. With humans. And that's, that's how it should be. You know. A lot of. Generally a lot of conservative minded people. They're the, they're the most to reject. Quote unquote progress. You know, I think I think what conservatives are scared of is uncertainty. I think that's why liberals fail more. Like in in the in the political world, they seem to fail more often. Because I think they would be the ones to like try new things. You know, see if there's a better way of going about something. And a lot of times when you do that, it backfires. Because, because you know, it's it's something we don't know how to do, but it's it's a new thing. It's a new way of doing it. And oftentimes, when you experiment like that, you fail. But that's how progress works. You're supposed to fail. And that's kind of my argument against conservatism, not like political conservatism, but like deep down in you conservatism. Which is something we all have, by the way. Everyone has hesitation about doing everything. Anything new. Anything. You know? We're, we're, we're creatures of habit. That's a common saying. And, uh... That's okay. You know? We, we are humans. We do show a lot of progress within our species. But also at the same time, we're animals just like everything else. <clears throat> we still have things deep within us that influence our behavior. And But we have the awareness. I, I think that's what makes us different 
from other animals. Like, we're sentient? Is that the word? No, I think sentient is just being alive. We, we just have self-awareness. As far as we know, not many other animals can think as deeply as us. You know, analyze our actions. And, uh, but we don't know. We don't know that either. Because we find out new things about other animals that are fascinating. Pretty much all mammals, for the most part, can recognize their own reflection. Uh, they've, they're suspecting crows to, uh, what they thought, for a while they thought that crows, I think it's crows, crows or ravens, but that they could, they would have funerals. They, a group of crows would gather around a dead crow and kind of like mourn. But now they're starting to think that that's not what they're doing. They're actually analyzing the dead crow and... It's like a murder investigation. That's basically what's happening. That's what they think is going on. That they're actually looking ahead of time to like, what what should we keep an eye on kind of thing. That makes more sense, right? Because, because before you mourn, like our instinct, our highest instinct is just being alive. Like, finding food and shelter that's our number one instinct after that it's sex but before that it's it's being alive and if you if you're a creature that has a lot of free time you there's probably some room for you to mourn you know a lot of animals don't really have time for that they do for a while but <laughs> you know if if a big grizzly bear kills a bear's cub, a mama bear's cub, that bear, the mama bear will mourn for a few minutes, but then she'll eat her cub, <laughs> you know? <clears throat> they don't live in a world where they have time to just dwell on the death of their loved one. So it makes sense that crows would be having murder investigations before funerals. A funeral is like, that's something when you have all the time in the world. That's how you know we're better, because we have funerals. Other animals don't. As far as we know. You know, we don't what's their version of mourning? There's a lot we don't know about animals. And that we're learning a lot more about them too. Oh man. Dogs are cool. I feel like dogs are still evolving. They're the we they're definitely like the fastest evolved species. One of the fastest. I shouldn't say the fastest, but dogs, it took them 10,000 years to get where they are now. But that's with the help of humans, another reason we're the best. We can control the evolution of other creatures and ourselves in a lot of ways. You know, started off as wolves. 10,000 years later, we got fucking chihuahuas. Chihuahua came from a wolf. You would think it probably came from like a ferret or a turkey. <laughs> a turkey. But no, it came from a wolf. Like 10,000 years of selective breeding made a chihuahua from a wolf. That's so fascinating to me. No one really talks about it. Like evolution is super 
fascinating. But for some reason, for religious reasons, some people wouldn't want to look into it. Or just because they think it's boring because it's science. <clears throat> you know, science has that stigma of being boring. And I, I get it. There is a lot of that. Because to some degree, like, why would you want to, like, who cares what a, that an alligator is different from a crocodile? There's only, like, a handful of people that actually give a shit. But it's some of it seems like wasted information, unless you want to be, like, a, a crocodile hunter. <laughs> but other than that, some people feel like they don't they don't need to learn shit. <laughs> they just want to work with what they got. But not, that's not me. I like I'm curious about things. Honestly, the more you learn about other species and just evolution, the better understanding you have of your own life. That's something people don't take into account. You know, there there's positive consequences to learning things. And it may not seem like it at the time when you're learning it, but just one day you find out, like, holy shit, I know a lot about bonobos. And I know how it reflects on my own behavior. I will change my ways. Yeah. Want to learn about bonobos? Bonobos are basically smaller chimps. That's what science primatologists thought they were for a while. They just thought they were a smaller version of chimps, which they, they pretty much are, you know. But they're completely different in terms of temperament and promiscuity. Chimps are very violent creatures. They are terrifyingly violent. And we shared 98% DNA with them. They will eat your face and pop your balls out of your nutsack. There's this book called Our Inner Ape. I heard this heartbreaking story of this, this little chimp that got ganged up by two other ones. But the chimps freaking squeezed his testicles and popped them out of his scrotum. Like there's these two little fresh holes where the balls were. Ooh. And broke his arm and stuff. Uh, they fucked this chimp up. And chimps are known for, like, eating each other. They will they'll go to war. They'll have a battle. Like, chimp tribes will find each other in the jungle and kill each other. And the loser gets eaten. And we share 98% DNA with those bastards. What people don't talk about is that we also share 98% DNA with bonobos. And bonobos, they are very promiscuous, gentle. I shouldn't say gentle, but they are exceedingly, is that the word? They are by far way more calm than chimps are. Bonobos are just very, they're a lot smaller. And that's a good indicator of them being more gentle. Because... The more aggressive you are within your species, the more advantage you have being bigger. So chimps evolved to get bigger amongst each other. And the bigger one, you know, was able to mate and produce offspring. So we just had bigger and bigger chimps. 
and those small ones died off. But with bonobos, there's that's not really an issue. There's not there's less of a hierarchy within bonobos. They just they just love fucking. Bonobos are sex crazed monsters. But we're ninety eight percent identical with them. They they greet each other, they say goodbye, they say hello. Oh wait, greet and hello. They do everything. Everything is negotiated with sex. And it sounds awesome. I don't think jealousy is very prominent in the bonobo world. I think actually the females are more dominant within bonobos. Because there's more of them. There's more females. And, you know, they, they team up. Bonobo, female bonobos team up with each other. Oh, goodness gracious. But, yeah. We're, we're, we're bonobos and chimps in a lot of ways. We're somewhere in the middle between a bonobo and a chimp. Because we're not, we don't share the, the severity of their behavior. <clears throat> but we do definitely have the same uh, drive, you know. We're very promiscuous creatures and we're very violent. We're the most successful creatures of war. Maybe ants are. Ants go to war too. That's crazy. Makes you think though, like, a lot of what we do is, it's all animal instincts. Everything we do, you know? And we think we're above other animals, but we're really not. You know, we call ourselves intelligent by test made by us you know there's a lot of things we can't do that other animals can do they they are superior salmon they'll be born in one spot leave for two years and they'll swim all the way back to the place they were born and die and spawn it's fascinating they have a biological gps in the ocean, bro. We can't do that. I'm sure a lot of us are really good with directions, but not like salmon. An eagle can see a bunny from three miles away and go snatch that bunny and eat it. We can't do that. I can't see three feet in front of me. You know? What was that that example they gave? Like if you, if you tell, if you tell a fish it can't climb a tree, it's going to spend his whole life thinking he's stupid. And that's kind of what I'm trying to get at, you know. We base intelligence off of what we do, you know. Dolphins are known to be pretty smart. We're learning a lot more about octopi and how smart they are. But yeah, we should that we should be more more kind to other animals. Even though they could give less shits about us. You know. Like when we kill bears, a lot of liberal type people like what are you doing killing bears? Why are you going to their territory and killing them? But bears would do the exact same thing to you. They don't care. 
they're gonna go in your house and eat your dick and you know so we're we should still be a part of the the game of life which is you know we're the we're the predators we're not prey we're predators we were we were prey for a while but we got smart and we eventually became the predators but you know we we have self-awareness so we need to un- also understand that excess is not a good thing anything in excess is bad that includes from snickers all the way up to video games all the way up to capitalism all the way up to war all the way up to everything (laughs) like there is such thing as too much capitalism or too much socialism you know we see the consequences um conservatives are finally starting to see the consequence of like too much capitalism when it comes to giant online corporations like facebook and youtube where where they are a private company but conservatives are getting upset because they're getting censored on youtube and stuff and you know what but their argument is that it's now town square facebook everyone's on facebook so this is way more than a private company now well okay okay let's agree to that but that's a result of too much capitalism right I would think so but they don't say anything until they start feeling that their speech is being stifled which I get it but you also have to agree that this is a result of something you were you know you're not gonna tell like you're gonna let the the baker not bake a gay cake for a couple for a gay couple like that's still that's their private business they can do what they want they can accept who they want but when it comes to Facebook and you getting censored, suddenly you have an issue, okay? And yes, Ben Shapiro, Stephen Crowder, this is how you make your living on YouTube. But it's the same thing. It's coming from the same place. It's just something to think about. Excess, bro. Everything requires regulation. Not necessarily government regulation, but ideally, everything requires moderation. Everything needs moderation. It doesn't require it, but it needs it for sure. It should have it. It should be there. Where was I going with this? Oh yeah, we're the creatures. We kill off all the animals decimating the fish population the shark population the everything population killing all the forests whatever Mm-mm-mm. we are c- terrible people bears would do the same thing if they had our intelligence you know they would they would make the world in their favor of course we're all selfish 
that's that's all it all goes back to the survival thing you know to be selfish is you being concerned with your first instinct which is survival after that it's definitely reproducing sex is definitely number two third I would guess power Try to tell, would power go before sex? No, definitely. Definitely not. Definitely not. Sex is before power. Because every, almost, we could say like 80% of our fuck-ups in life are revolved around sex. I think that's a, obviously that's a made-up statistic. But that's what I feel. I feel like most of our scandals that we see and just our personal troubles, it's all revolving around genitalia that's crazy that's probably why most relationships end but yeah sex is huge (laughs) that's oh my goodness what was that quote like everything in life has to do with sex except for sex itself sex has to do with power and then power is the third instinct. Where where do you reign on the hierarchy? What's your place in this world? Oh, Lord. That's when it gets kind of spooky. That's when you have a lot of free time, when you're focusing on power. You know, if you're starving, if, if there's a zombie apocalypse, and... We're just trying to find the next can of beans somewhere because everyone raided the store. You know, you're not worried about who's in charge. You're just worried about getting that can of beans. You don't give a fuck about orders. <clears throat> orders don't matter. It's like if I don't get this can of beans, I'm gonna murder you, <clears throat> and then I will eat you because that's all there is. And after I eat you. I'm looking for the next can of beans. (laughs) And then once I have a surplus of beans, then I can worry about uh, procreating, you know, bringing the world back from the zombie apocalypse. And once I got a good hefty set of kids and a good hefty set of beans, then it's about protecting all this. You know, this, this is where the power comes in, kind of. Like, I gotta protect my two instincts, my first two instincts. Because if if these instincts go away, then it's just gonna be a vicious struggle. And it's already a struggle enough with this third instinct. And then, I guess once that's done, and then maybe if you do a good job protecting those, these people, and you learn how to befriend people outside your, your group, bring more people in and then maybe they decide that you should be in charge because you've done such a good job doing this keep going after power I don't I don't know what the fourth one is <clears throat> I don't know maybe meaning finding meaning is that it I don't know, to be honest. Wherever... 
Americans right now, we're probably somewhere in that fourth instinct. Like, we're all trying to find some kind of purpose. You know, every, all the, the first three are settled. But maybe not so much with power. Or, you know what, fuck it. Survival. That's the only instinct we have right now. Most of us, for the most part, duh, most of us, have food and shelter. We don't have to think about when our next meal is going to be. There are some of those people where they're still on that first instinct. But I'd say most of us are still on that second one, too. Especially in the day of the internet, where we just have options. You know, we could be anywhere. We can talk to anyone in the world and make them an option for procreating. You know, a lot of us are in the dating realm. And a lot of us are still in our 60s and still fucking up with our second instinct. I feel like when it comes to sex, sex is when people are the least intuitive. It's one of those things where I don't think we'll ever really get a grasp on. It sounds gloomy to say, but I feel like most of us aren't, we're just not good at our second instinct, which is procreating. We're just doing it wrong, I think. I don't know what the right way is, but most of us, it doesn't work out for most of us, at least in America. I really do think a big factor is because of cell phones. You know, we, we sabotage our our impulses. We encourage our impulses. You know, we have more people than ever to talk to. You know, we have this whole world in our phone that are, that's kind of our own world for the most part. No one else really knows what's going on in this world except for whoever you're interacting with in that world, the digital world. But yeah, like, I always use Elon Musk as an example. That dude was married three times. And, like, obviously, a lot of us have gone through bad breakups and marriages. But Elon Musk is a billionaire. This dude, when it comes to his goals in life, he he gets them, you know? He's been on top of the ball his whole life, almost, with... Uber and Tesla. This dude is changing the world. SpaceX. He is the top innovator of our time. So he's just so in tune with all of that. Except he can't get down a relationship. He still fucks up when it comes to relationships. Jeff Bezos has... He had $150 billion. He got divorced... (laughs) <laughs> and lost a hundred like how do you you can you can still be someone who knows how to get a hundred and fifty billion dollars in your wallet, but you still fail the relationship you know it's a whole different ball game hundred fifty billion that's a lot when he got divorced, he lost half of that, so he's back he's back with the rest of us actually no, he still has way too much money. Oh, man. Imagine what he can do with $150 billion. If he wanted to dominate the world, if he wanted to destroy Russia, maybe he could. You know, could you buy an army with that? 
Does it does it work like that? Can you just go and buy a, a secret army? Oh Lord, I don't want to know what someone, what certain people would do with a hundred and fifty billion dollars. That'd be terrible. But as I was saying, we are the least intuitive when it comes to relationships. Everything else is pretty good, you know. We're pretty good at reading other people, but we always choose the wrong person. Or we choose like a person who's nice and we we can still be friends. <clears throat> but there's still something. Everyone always jokes about like don't get married. Don't get married till you're ready. Or don't have kids till whenever, whenever. I'd never hear anyone say, Get married, have kids. Nope. Everyone is always warning me, like, do not do it, bro. Don't do it. Please wear a condom. Do whatever it takes. Stay single. And I believe them. I believe them at this point. Uh, they, they've been making jokes about that forever. And okay, I, I'm listening. There's probably some people who are happily married. Sure, have fun. Also with that, I feel like a lot of people lie to themselves. You know, because when it comes to commitment and stuff you can't really get out of, you have to convince yourself that this is a good choice. And I feel like a lot of people are lying to themselves. When they say it's the best decision they've ever had, you know? Like, no one can tell, no one can be completely honest about how they feel about their kids sometimes. You know, I wouldn't change it for the world. I I bet you've had days where, like, man, you know, maybe what if we didn't go to that hotel that one night? Would I be in Guam right now? What's going on? A lot of people are very dishonest. But... You know, that's a good kind of dishonesty. You don't want to... That's something that's good for you and for the people around you to not be so blunt about how you truly feel about your kids. Actually, I hate them, and this one's uglier than the other one. Okay. All right. Thank you for your honesty. <clears throat> but... Oh, like how parents don't choose favorites? Yeah, right. I bet... In your head, you definitely have your favorite. It's just, it's natural. Don't fight it. But also, don't tell your kid who the favorite is. Where was I going with this? Yeah, I maybe I won't get married. It's definitely not the correct way to be doing things. I'm pretty sure. You know, marriage was never about love. That's a 20th century invention kind of thing. Like, it was never about love in the 1800s and below. It was about strengthening family names kind of thing. Uh, you know, power. It was a lot about power. Alliances. Back in the his a, in the medieval times. Still was after that. But... And survival, too. Like, economically. And, you know. <clears throat> but after things got comfortable, after we had time, after our instincts, our first instinct was solved, you know, we had time to actually think about it. And pretend that, oh, we're actually doing this for love. I'm, I'm taking my time. I'm going to be with someone I want to be with. But I'm going to be very terrible at choosing. That happens. Ooh, man.
a lot of us get married in high school where you and your your mate are on the same social hierarchy but you, you guys don't know what's going to happen in the next 10 years someone's going to get a better job that's going to be making five times more money your your status in the world is changing and a lot of people don't want to think that hierarchies don't matter like on a subconscious level but it does a lot of women for some reason and a lot of men like a lot of them they don't want to be in the situation where the woman makes more money uh it's just how it is some some people are okay with it but for dudes i know we feel we feel inferior that's i feel like that's a pretty normal instinct but you know yeah social levels change from high school on up so we we make these young person decisions we think we want to spend the next hundred years our prefrontal cortex isn't even fully developed yet we're only 18 but yep nope this is it this is what i'm doing next what whoever dies first until then yeah right and and cell phones are only making that more difficult because we are exacerbating our urge to kind of you know test the waters we know we have so many options to go through tinder facebook we can get a hold of anybody so we're bored more we're more bored with relationships because we just see too many options like let's try this out let's try that out we're doing like we're sampling ice cream at the store and another reason cell phones are making it harder is because um i think i just said it actually yeah i just said it where we're, we get bored easier and we cheat you know we have we have easier access to cheat it's convenient is ever so convenient but yeah so there definitely should be a change with the way we use the internet i don't know who's going to make the change i don't know how that change should be made but there definitely has to be some kind of new way of doing this because cell phones are fucking us up it's making us dumber it's making us lose our attention span and but you know at the same time uh, i talked about this before you can either it's a tool you know you can actually make a house or hit yourself in the dick and a lot of us like hitting ourselves in the dick because it, it, we're, we're we're creatures of comfort we love doing what's easy and the easy thing on our phone is just scroll through and <laughs> look for something funny or something that pleases us. Some people utilize the shit out of it. Make money on the internet and learn things. We could all learn astrophysics. If we felt like it, we could all just sit down, Google how to do astrophysics. And it'll take us a while, but we can do it. It's there. The option to learn that is there. And it's probably free. <clears throat> how crazy is that? If, if you think about it. You can just sit down and learn how to play the trumpet or learn how to talk to girls 
or I'm probably naming off shit that I would like to do get better at but don't learn how to crochet take salsa dance you can let go to YouTube and have a salsa instructor give you step by step on how to be an expert salsa dancer I went to a class once I was learning salsa at a class it was fun it's a great thing the internet but it's also it's the, it's the worst and best thing so far that's happened to us and our brains are shrinking because of it and we have bone spurs apparently but this is a good stopping point 45 minutes that's a good uh, this is a good lengthy podcast I'm gonna run an ad soon for my podcast I don't know when I don't know of what but I'm trying to get more people listening. But it's a good stopping point. Really good. I'm glad. All right, guys. See ya.